0: This is Tom Browning. This is Pat
1: Lackey.
2: This is Raquel Arilia. My name is Kurt Evans. This is Rich Arilia. Hi, hello, and welcome, everybody. This is George Grant of the Cincinnati Reds, and welcome. You're listening to the Red Hot Broadcast on RedHotMama.com. We're happy to be back here again. Um, It's been a lot of fun. We've got this year on the Reds Caravan, we've got three different buses that have gone every which way. We're fortunate that we get to come back up here but we know you guys have been so loyal to us. We want to tell you thank you, thank you for following the Reds, thank you for uh, giving the Reds support, and believe me, um, we're excited about 2009 and excited about where the Reds are going. And some of the reasons are the guys that we've had here. Um, I know when you when you take a look at who we have. For me, the broadcasting was something that um, I played baseball, went to college wanted to be a major leaguer, found out I wasn't good enough, but I said, you know, broadcasting wouldn't be too bad. So I've been fortunate enough to be in broadcasting for my whole career. This guy started as a major leaguer, 14 years in the major leagues. Let me see if anybody can answer this question. Who holds the single season save record for the Cincinnati Reds? Jeff Jeff Brantley, the cowboy, Jeff Brantley's here with us. He's with us in the broadcast booth with the Hall of Famer Marty Brennan oh, Tommy's back with it. us and, of course, Chris Welch back with us, too. They're out on another part of the caravan, but we'll all be back together We're looking forward to coverage of Reds baseball all season long. If you watch Reds baseball this year, one of the exciting moments for us came in the month of August, and you know, people talk about, what do you do in spring training? What do the managers do? What do the coaches do? Last year was Dusty's first year with the Reds. He came on... Yeah, he saw the statistics about players, but he didn't uh, know how they played the game. He watched guys like Adam Rosales in spring training, who he'd never seen before. (laughs) When we needed an infielder, he called up Adam Rosales. August came, he needed an outfielder. He called up this guy, and boy, did he light a fire in the reds. He's got speed, he's got defense, he's got offense. He hit 304. He made his debut on August the 12th. We're looking forward to an exciting 2009 for Chris Dickerson. My whole adult life I've been in baseball, and when I think back on the game, you remember years, you remember you know the Big Red Machine era, you remember championships, you remember individual years that you just blink your eyes at and say, wow, what an accomplishment. What you remember more than anything are the people, the relationships that you have, and the people that are competitors, the ones that make their teams better, the ones that make everyone around them better, and the Reds are fortunate to have a guy that does exactly that. Dusty Baker, spent 19 years in the Major Leagues. He came up in the Atlanta organization. Uh, Henry Aaron took him under his arm and helped him grow. From there, he became the Dodgers' all-time left fielder. He's still the leading home run hitter in Dodger history as a left fielder. He became a member of the Dodgers' all-time team. He became a manager in San Francisco, where he's now, when they voted for the all-time San Francisco Giant team, he's the manager on that team. He went to the Cubs. He's been a manager of the year three times. He took a year off winning the broadcasting. A lot of oh guys win it, don't they?
1: That's and yeah, I guess.
2: when he sat there and looked and reflected, he said, I want to come back one Did more time. I the want to come head? back. I want to win. I want to win a World Series. And, and that's what his the sights are set on, winning a World Series in Cincinnati. Johnny B. What? Dusty Baker. Oh. Dusty,
3: it's just like a good group out here. Man, it's an exciting group here. First time I've been in uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Man, uh, 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 Man, I've been in so many towns. I don't even know what town i am in anymore. But I do know it's the first time I always wondered where Ball State was. And uh, I think I had a friend of mine, Merv Redman, I think, with the Ball State. Yes. You know, years ago. Yeah, and I always wondered where it was. I've been following your basketball team. You guys kicking butt, man. We want to kick butt the same way, so... I'm proud to be here, and uh, boy, it's been a—I've been through some towns that I've only seen on the map, that I've only heard about. And I tell you one thing: the people here have been great. I mean, really nice people, great-spirited people, seem like god people, and uh, you know, I feel very welcome and very warm. Thank you for making us feel at home. Thank you.
4: Oh, this is picking up any of our commentary
5: We're yeah. yep yes yeah, so this will be beginning the question and the answer section segment with uh, Dusty Baker who just talked to me. he does seem like a nice guy
1: oh and I, you know like a, a lot of the professional athletes and managers they do a lot of charitable work behind the scenes
5: well, it's just like good, good people. caring
1: people it's just I really can't stand his managerial decisions just,
5: just misguided about the importance of uh, swinging, yeah. about the uh, importance of playing uh, mediocre 30-something players over guys who are young and promising. Yeah. And, you know, also, uh, we were just watching The Wizard of Oz this weekend, showing it to uh, the Red Hot Child for the first time ever. And, he um, and, and you know, at the end, they're like, oh, you're the wizard You know who's been exposed. And you're like, yo, you're a very bad man. He's like, oh, no, no, I'm a good I'm just a bad wizard. I think it's same situation, good guy, bad manager, yeah. time to move on from now. That's all
1: I'm saying. So. so what do you think of Rosie Red over there? She's looking foxy. Oh yeah,
6: baby. Alright, let's hear it for the Reds Caravan again, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> nice by the way, let's give a round of applause to the red's newest
2: mascot. Talk about energy, Rosie Red's got it. Rosie. How many of you guys got to a game last year? All right, that's good. We need, we need how many? How many times you're gonna go this year? Once. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. That's great. When you get to Great American Ballpark, you're gonna be treated to baseball. Yes, and we hope you come by and see us. But also, when you sit in your seats. You'll hear one of the best public address announcers in all of baseball. He's with us. He also coordinates the Reds radio network. Joe Zerhusen is here. Joe, I know that uh,
7: you look forward to this baseball season, but you also look forward to seeing all these people out here. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I have to be honest with you, this is one one of the best markets that we have in Indiana. Uh, Muncie is, without a doubt, one of my favorite affiliates. We have some great ones, but uh, dealing with Steve, Lindell, and all of the people up here is just tremendous for us. And we appreciate everything that you guys do for us at the station, but also in the community. And that's real quick. I'm gonna let George get back to things with uh, a nice Q&A session. But I do wanna mention a couple of things. One is we would like to thank Jackie and all of the people from CincinnatiUSA.com. They are a major part of the three legs of this caravan. And uh, and our biggest sponsor, Jackie, is here, and uh, she also, if you have any ideas, thoughts, anything as you head down into Cincinnati about what you might want to do, please make sure that you go to CincinnatiUSA.com and you'll find everything you need there.
6: Oh, you're making us all sound bad, Joe. Listen to those pipes, man. Listen
7: to those pipes right there. You know, it, it's it's uh, it just kind of came one day. <laughs> That's what my mom said. You opened up your mouth and that came out, and it was like, wow, okay. But no, there's one other thing, Steve. While we're while we're on the subject of uh, of Muncie and 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 wanting you to uh, come down to Cincinnati, please mark this date on your calendar. August the 2nd, the Colorado Rockies will be at Great American Ballpark and that will be Muncie Community Day in Cincinnati at Great American Ballpark. Please make plans to join us, special ticket discounts. We want to try to get as many people from up here as we can and as a matter of fact you'll see a flyer right here in the front. Make sure Matthew's holding one up now. Right. Grab one, make sure you're a part of that night. And, and there's a one, if so there are go. enough tickets sold within a community, there are some little perks that go along with it all the way up to throwing out ceremonial first pitches and that kind of thing, so who knows? We get enough people from here and we'll be in good shape. All right, we're gonna get the line going in just a little bit. What else you got? Steve, let's treat
2: everybody here to Joe's introduction of Dusty Baker on opening day.
7: All right, excellent. Give it to Absolutely. us. Benjamin. Indoors, Benjamin. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> the manager of the Cincinnati Reds, number 12, Dusty Baker. <laughs> now, that'll sound. All right. Question, I think, for Dusty
6: right now.
2: Uh, Dusty, uh, what have we done to work on our rotation during the offseason? And great to have you with us, buddy. Uh, thank you. Yeah, As far as our rotation, you know, we're going to s-
3: stick with what we have. We, we felt that... Uh, that Aaron Harang's year last year is a year he's not gonna have again. We didn't get him any runs. Uh, you know, we over strong. in that one extra inning game. Uh, I mean, he was awesome, boy, especially down the stretch. Uh, we want Volquez to do exactly what he did uh, last year, maybe a little bit better. Uh, we think Johnny Cueto is gonna is gonna be much improved. He's just a you know, a young man still learning how to pitch and if he can get away from that one bad inning, that he can be a big winner. And that fifth spot, you know, we got a you know a lot of competition for that fifth spot. You know, Michael Owens is one of them. Uh, uh, let me see, who else we got vying for that spot? We got Homer Bailey, well, you know, vying for that spot. And we're always Daryl Thompson. and We're always looking for a surprise guy. I learned that when I was on the Dodgers. I know that's a bad word around here, but you know, we we're looking for a surprise kid that, you know, that gets it together over the winter, and some kind of way, figures it out, and comes up, you know, like last year, we didn't know Volk is going to win 17 games. We didn't know Johnny Cueto was going to make the team. So, I think our bullpen is going to be equally as as good or better. You know, Cordero had a bad ankle last year that he didn't really, you know, complain about much. Mike Lincoln, we didn't know if he was going to make the team or or stay healthy. We didn't know that Bill Bray was going to stay healthy. We added Arthur Rhodes. You know, we're in the process of trying to sign which we will david weather's back for some uh you know stability and some leadership in the bullpen and again we're looking for a couple surprise guys out there so i think that that our pitching staff is our strength right now we're going to go with pitching speed defense and youth exuberance
4: and
6: excitement all right dusty hold on to the mic there another question for you down here in front
4: i have a two-part question one i don't hear the media talking much about temperature uh, so what is his plans as far as being an everyday player? And then the second part of that question is: Is there any chance that uh, Votto will be moved to left field to make room for uh, Yonder Alonso?
3: Well, not yet. I mean, I mean Joey Votto. I'll, I'll go back to that. Joey Votto worked exceptionally hard to become a pretty good first baseman, and uh, it's not Yonder's turn yet. You know, Yonder will have his turn. We have to see how he's going to do. Uh, you know, we don't want to arrest a young man, spoil his confidence if he doesn't do as well hey, as he, he wants to do as well as we here. want him to do. So, you know, as we're going to bring him, out, him along. He's, he's going to go to the those, first East Coast. Floyd is going to be one of our leaders. He's going to be yeah. an all-star. That's not bad. And, uh, uh, you know, day. I think this guy's yeah, is going to be one of the best players around. Kemp had an uh, outstanding first half until he got hurt. And then the second half, um, you know, he didn't do quite as well. So everybody on my team is going to play. Exactly where we don't know yet. You know, we still we just signed Jerry Harrison. We got Keppinger. We had Edwin uh, Encarnacion, who's only 25 years old. We think he's going to be better and get better, hopefully. And uh, again, everybody's going to play a, a guy that's real big in, in our equation that we're counting on, but we're not really sure of his health. Right now is Gonzalez. I mean, if we can get him back, uh, it's going to help us offensively and defensively as well. Who has the best chance of being left field? Well, right now, the best chance to be in that field is the guy right next to me. I know a lot of people were talking were
1: talking about, we need this and we need that. Incarnacion is 26. And 25. sometimes I learn from well, Alcantz and of our former general managers
3: that sometimes the, the best trades change are those now. that you don't make. The and sometimes you're outside. always looking uh, for something on the outside. Though,
1: to be fair to Dusty, Incarnacion did just right have his birthday Matthew on January 7th. So. Right to my right.
6: One more uh, kid question over here, young fans. Go ahead. Dusty Baker, what is the best moment you've ever had the in, in the major leagues? Uh, the
3: best moment I've ever had in the major, major leagues was uh, playing God, was with and next to and batting behind Hank Aaron, and uh, when I was a kid with the Braves and uh, being on deck when he hit like
1: 7, 8, 9, 10, all the way up
3: till he broke the record 14, I was not 15, aware. So this is news uh, to me. You know, the night he broke Babe record, <laughs> uh, I know it wasn't my moment, but Baker's that was a moment stronger. I felt. You
5: know, the best, uh, cause I
3: really didn't want to sign with the Braves. I think he said he I was on deck. That, that when I was you think they'd talk about let me that get more? By the Braves being in California, and uh, <laughs> the Lord didn't hear me, and uh, that's the best thing that happened to me. It was going to the South, playing with Hank Aaron, meeting some wonderful people, and uh, and you know that was in we that was in like 1967. So that's the best thing that happened to me, and uh, Hank and, Hank Aaron and I are still very very close. And that was the best thing that happened to me in my career
8: what's the best part of calling the games now you've not been playing and now you set up the booth you get to talk about all the great professional athletes out there in the baseball diamond teaching and, teach you.
0: and I, I felt like when when i was playing that was one of the things that really fed me as much as anything even, even as much as being out on the field was showing other guys uh how to pitch and, and how to play the game and there was two different instances where i, I showed the guy that was my setup and, so, well, like they ended up taking my job, I had to go somewhere <laughs> uh, but, but you know, that, that was just part of part of winning, and part of being a, a quality teammate, uh, I was
8: trying to do all I could do to, to make our team well, and to do the best that I could do. Final couple questions here, and we're going to let you uh, talk to some fans here, Jeff, uh, last two questions, first of all, the guy down here to my far right, Dusty Baker, obviously now the new manager of the 690 Reds, What's the great thing that the Reds saw him in him that got him the job?
0: Well, I think his communication ability, talking with other guys, and, and really teaching players. Uh, he's one of the best hitting coaches I've ever been around. He was a hitting coach on our club when I was in San Francisco, and also my manager when I was out there. And he's just one of those guys that that understands the game. He's played for a long time, and he's managed some great players. And, you know, the, the thing about it for me is if you can manage a guy like, like Barry Bonds and, and come out su- successful managing a guy like that, then, then I think that you can manage uh, anyone and I think that's his greatest asset is his ability to communicate with players and ultimately encourage guys to become winners and to work hard to get to that scenario where it's more about the team winning than it is about you being successful. Because
8: there's a lot of times where you go out individually and be successful, the team's not going to win. Right. And if you want to be a good manager, it's got to be about the team winning and your success is second All right. Well, thanks a lot, Jeff Brantley. And again, I know a lot of fans here are waiting for some more autographs. I'm going to let you go. Thanks for the time. Jeff Brantley, again, folks. He's a great pitcher for the Reds. 94 through 97. 2.64 ERA. 88 saves. Still the fourth all-time leader in saves for the Reds in 96 he was the world age relief man of the year 1990 and national league all-star so again let's give it up for jeff Brantley. we are standing right behind chris dickerson the probable left starter we already heard uh the new manager Dusty baker saying he has a good chance of earning that spot so before we talk to chris and ask him a couple questions about the majors i want to bring up a couple things in the minors uh chris uh hit 260 with 14 home runs 55 rbis and 30 steals in class double a and also in class triple a and i know that you had a lot of skills there chris and uh it's an art form right
4: uh yes it's it, it is an art form and i I learned that a couple years ago, but even more so learning from uh, Eric Davis. Uh there's a method to everything, it's a science, basically. Um, and that's something I've started to pick up on uh, the last couple years.
8: Talk about this caravan that the Reds are doing now. It's a great community uh, support event where a lot of different uh, stops throughout uh, Indiana and Kentucky. Tell, tell our listeners about the, why you're excited about this caravan.
4: I'm excited because it's the fan interaction, it's always great to see that there are Reds fans out and, you know, outside of Cincinnati and they're very enthusiastic and they're just a support and uh, it's just amazing to me and it's just, coming into these different towns, just they welcome us with enthusiasm and just an excitement that's always great to see.
8: The kids are out here today in big support and I know that uh, the Cincinnati Reds love to uh, take care of their young energetic fans. Can you repeat that again i said the kids are out here today at stoops automotive and i know the cincinnati Reds.
4: that wasn't they really a question young energetic fans it's yeah, still absolutely. not a question i mean the kids the kids are the best part uh, especially this morning when we're uh in indianapolis we're at a um, like a a camp for for kids and rbi baseball and just being out there with the kids and just seeing the smile on their face uh especially the little you know the little guys out there playing a wiffle ball game with them, and uh, you know those are the those are the best moments uh, on the on these tours. Just is seeing the young kids of the future really excited to uh, you know get out and play.
8: There's already been a couple of people that asked questions to Dusty Baker about that left field, field position, and I heard Dusty saying that uh, he likes what he sees in you.
4: Yeah, I, mean, I would I would hope so. <laughs> I, mean, have, I don't have a whole lot of fans here here today, but um, yeah, it's one of those things you just got to come out to spring training ready to go. Um, hope, you know, just want to take that same amount of success that I had the last two months that I came up, and you know, continue to work hard in the off season, and uh, you know, just get, get ready and prove to everybody, prove to everybody, you know, all the, the doubters that I'm gonna that I'm the everyday guy. So put that to rest for once today. It's the Reds Caravan here at Stoops Automotive in Muncie. Final question,
8: uh, Chris Dickerson, the stress fracture of last year.
4: How's that uh, healed up for you, and are you at 100%? Yeah, I'm at, actually at 100%, I feel like I've been at 100% for a couple of weeks now. Um, just uh, physical therapy, just done an amazing job. Uh, just coming out and just working hard, making sure I'm taking care of the, net, the things that I need to be taken care of. And, um, yeah, that was just... <laughs> um, so, i just started intensive training, and uh, doing that, you know, six days a week. And I'm really, I'm really excited. Uh, you know, training between the ankle and just, just training, and feel great. I feel fast, strong, and everything that you want to be in a month before spring training starts. So I'm excited. Talk about this guy sitting to our right. Of course, your new manager, desky Baker. What's it going to be like now? He's you? not new. Um, well, you know, I, I played again. You know, I played under you know, spring training last year, and then with the two months that I was that I was up. And, it's a lot of fun. And the one thing that he shares is he a lot of enthusiasm. Plus, uh, you know, just his experience. Um, you know, he's been, been there, done that. And you know, he has a way of relating to us. A way of relating to, to me. You know, just as an outfielder. Um, those are the type of guys that you know I really enjoy. The guys that I can relate. That I can relate with. Um, show that have a you know a passion for the game. And you know. I just love, I love hearing just the stories, most of all. It's just hilarious, especially with the, the old, great players. Just being on the bus with them uh, for the past couple of days has been, has been a blast.
8: Alright, well that's Chris Dickerson of the 690 Reds, hopefully a new starter in left field. Let's give a nice hand for Chris Dickerson, everybody.
5: Woo! My who's Tharp.
1: Never heard of him. I don't know. Yeah, there's a, a, some kid or a person walking around with a jersey on the back that says Tharp, and I've never heard of that. So do they not know that Dusty Baker's not the new manager here at the uh, Muncie radio crew?
5: Like that, he's not new. Right, like they keep calling play. him
1: the new manager. Like, um, it's not new after a year.
5: Well, maybe it's one of those situations where, um, you know, they're just so used to the, the parade that it feels like everybody's new. <laughs> <laughs> the parade of managers coming through town. All right, back
6: again with this maybe. great event in the middle of this winter day to think about Reds baseball is really, really fun. We are live in the middle of it. The autograph session continues. I, I got to tell you, when we went to break, Lorenzo mentioned, hey, if you're listening out there, you could still stop in and, and, and be part of this. You could. You can come and watch, but we have had to turn back the letters for the people for the autograph line because we want to make sure that everybody gets taken care of. So for those of you listening at home or in your car, if you are in the immediate area, feel free to come in and uh, see what's going on. Unfortunately, we have as many people that we can take care of for autographs at this point. We get to talk to a very familiar voice for those of you that have been to Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. He is the voice of the ballpark. Joe Zerhusen is here. Joe, I almost am afraid to give you the microphone because you always make me sound like such a big weenie when I do this. No, that's
7: not true. Come on. That's
5: okay. No, I, I don't think the Steve the needs, needs someone else to do that for him. No,
7: no, he does there. a good job on his own. You I, I also, along with being the public address announcer, I take Steve care define. of the affiliates, Steve
5: defines And uh,
7: uh, this is one of my favorite places as far as a part of Reds country.
6: I've always wondered this. What's it like to be the guy at the ballpark? I mean, the players got to arrive at a certain time. The players got to be there until the ball game's over, and they have responsibilities. But what's a normal day like for you? For a you
7: know mid-afternoon start at, at the old ballpark? Well, right now I'll generally make sure that I'm up in the PA booth area about two hours before game time, and there's a whole lot of things that it's a lot like running a radio show. There's a whole lot of other things that are going on and there are commercials that happen at the ballpark. They're not commercials as far as selling things, but more promotional kind of things that we're doing. So I have to get all of that together, get into the lineups, especially the first day of a home stand when you have a team coming in and you want to make sure that you get the names right. You don't want to be announcing people's names. I kid in line a little while ago, and he recognized your voice
6: when you talked on the radio a minute ago, and he asked me to ask you, what do you got to do to do the job that that dude You're does because he, of course, and rightfully so, thinks that you have the coolest job on the face of the planet?
7: How do you do that? You know, a lot of people do it. A lot of people say, you know, oh, wow, that would be pretty neat. I'd like to do it. And the funny thing is, I was just talking to somebody about Paul Summercamp. Paul Summercamp had been the voice of the Reds at Crosley Field when I was a little kid. And I can remember going in thinking, wow, I'd like to do that. That would really be pretty cool. Well, I would gotten into radio as you know. My background is in radio, and when Summer came after retired, I actually went after after a job, like a lot of other people. And I got a a notice from Bill Burgess, who was the general manager at the time, and he says, Joe, thanks for the interest. We're going to bring it in-house this year, but you never know. Maybe someday you'll be able to do it. And uh, it just kind of happened that when they opened Great American Ballpark, they wanted to go outside of the organization. And uh, I knew some people, obviously from our flagship that were familiar with what was going on. They mentioned it to me, I put a tape in and that was it. i have been doing the University of Cincinnati for 10 years, so that didn't hurt either.
6: This is Joe Zerhusen, our guest at the Cincinnati Reds Caravan event. We're live on 1340 ESPN radio, the home of the Reds in Muncie in East Central Indiana. I think forever, I don't know of a day when this radio station carried anything other than Cincinnati Reds baseball promoter that you are, you're very aware of all the things that happen around the club. There's a kids club they're talking about down in front here. Uh, Tell us and our fans how that works. Uh, The kids club is
7: something that has been going on for a couple of years. They have a lot of packages and it's geared toward kids. They have birthday kind of uh, events and, and a whole lot of things that they do just geared toward young people and, and the thought is of course that you get some of the fans like, when they're young no, that's and they'll the fans are, forever that's i mean probably that, where i was i like, remember going to Crosley field at six years of age getting lost but yeah. i do remember actually, being actually that and uh, so, so that's what they do there's a lot of different events that they have for the kids club and it's easy to sign up as a matter of fact if you're here Please feel free to Look, pick up one of the flyers. If you happen to be listening, awesome. just go to reds.com and it'll explain right there everything that you need to know. For those that are in the
6: house, it's a $20 cash uh, only deal thing you can sign up for right at the front desk. Uh, there's a neat backpack and some other stuff that the kids get. And uh, again, you can talk to them if you're in the house. Right here at Stoops, down in front, yes, and again, com as Joe just said, has all the information for those of you who want to go on the internet.
7: Uh, also, Muncie Community Day, let's talk about that, Joe. It's going to be a big day for us. As I mentioned before, it's August the 2nd. I think uh, it would be
5: right hard work Street being Street a mascot down. in a, a big and, uh, crowd this like this. Of things, yeah. Yeah. Cause cause you, you have, have Your vision has to be so limited. Yeah.
1: I believe Rosie Red has blonde hair. And she. The woman playing. The woman playing. Yes. And I believe she has earrings in. Ooh.
7: I... be a part of who we are. And that's kind of what these
1: Okay, maybe not. <laughs> there, no. Uh, that's the out-
5: thing, out- holding the head yeah. onto the
1: costume. I saw a flash of metal when she bent down her head. No, you're right. It's the strap holding the head on her head.
7: Depending on the number of tickets, the community does sell. There's, you can get first pitches, you can go ahead and get other things that might happen along with that. It. So it's, it's a lot more than just come down to the ballpark. But for you guys, it's a great way for an affiliate to get a group of people together and come down and have a great day. Super. Well, thanks, Joe, again for being here. Nice to have you part of the event
6: and in the middle of all this fun. I know this is a lot of work and travel for you guys, but I know you're
7: loving it. It's a lot of fun, dude. Oh, it's great. It really is. I want to thank you, Steve, for your hospitality, and thank you for everything you well. I
5: thought they might have those are views right of America. the voice of Great American Ballpark
6: here in the middle of Stoops. This event continues. All right, for those of you in the house, the boys of summer are here in Muncie, Indiana. For those that haven't signed up yet, the uh, opening day tickets on the table near uh, Rosie Red back there, one of the newest mascots here. Hey, Rosie, how you doing? You can sign up back there. We'll draw for those at the end of the event, right before 5 o'clock. Squeeze Play is still here with some great merchandise for sale, including real Major League Baseballs that they brought from their locations. And uh, in the back of the room, ice cold uh, Pepsi products for a dollar a can, proceeds. In fact, all that money goes to Big Brothers Big Sisters. And Baskin Robbins is here with ice cream, and Mark Carter has hot dogs also. Letter C, letter C designation. Feel free to make your way to the line for autographs. Now, Lorenzo Pettiford is back with. The big guy from the Reds. The head skipper, yes. Dusty Baker.
8: And you know, it's been great talking to Jeff Brandley and Chris Dickerson, and now we're getting ready to talk to Dusty Baker. and I've already been hit up a couple times. A lot of people want to know how Dusty Baker got that nickname, Dusty. I think I know, but we're going to ask Dusty about that a little bit later on. But first of all, uh, the head skipper, Dusty Baker, the Reds. How's it going now? This is going to be your second year with the Reds. You know, uh, spring trains uh, just around the corner. But how's uh, it going so far with this Reds organization?
3: So far, as, I mean, it's going great. I said, you know, the people have been very receptive. The organization's been good. Uh, the town of Cincinnati. I mean, this whole uh, four-state area here. You know, that I've that, I, that I've come to to know a little bit. You know, this is kind of new for me. It's kind some some new towns and towns I've heard about. But I tell you, the people have been have been great. You know, good, good spirits, good hearts. And, uh, and real good baseball fans, I mean, they know their baseball. They follow their Cincinnati Reds, and uh, you know, we're trying to do everything we can not to disappoint
8: us. You know, the Reds hadn't went out of their organization for a hire in quite some time. I think it was 1990 when they hired Lou Panella. So, obviously, you, you had everything that they wanted, and they decided to, to go outside of the organization and get you. Well, it was a good fit for me, too, and it was a good fit for my family. Even though I
3: live in California, my family really liked the lifestyle here, My son even told me last year, he said, Dad, I like it a lot in Cincinnati because I'm having very productive days, he told me. You know, he went to basketball camp at Xavier. Uh, He went to a club. He played on a little league team there. Uh, uh, A very good competitive team. Also went to science camps, math camps. So there's a lot to offer, you know, in the area. And I'll
8: tell you, it's a great place to have a home worth a home. You're listening to 1340 ESPN Radio. We are live from Scoops Automotive. It's the Reds Caravan and Dusty Baker, Chris Dickerson, Jeff Brantley, and George Brand on hand. Sign a lot of autographs. People are taking pictures. And it's just been a great afternoon already
1: here out at me. Scoops. Excuse me. You're uh, fine. Dusty, I guess uh,
8: my next question is, as Dusty's now talked to here. Talk about this caravan, how important it is for the Reds, and, and what do you like best about
3: it? Well, I think it's very important uh, yeah, uh, You know, that we come out and meet the people. Uh, this is kind of an area I'm learning uh, since I've been around. This Park Cubs, Park St. Louis, I and mean, we're trying to make it mostly Cincinnati. We're trying to recover you know, some areas that we might have lost, and, uh, and you know, even the Indians in certain parts of you know, this area here. So it's very important that we come out. Meet the people. Hopefully, uh, you know they can relate oh, to uh, like, our
5: players. Do uh, the you know like, what they uh, could sign, Winter? And, uh, what? Your them. hat. Uh,
3: you know, Emulating yeah. oh, them. Sure that's good. what happened to me. That could be uh, cool. I remember going to yeah. a game, uh, exhibition game when I was a kid. That's when I ended up being a Dodger fan. I got to meet a couple of the players. Got to shake their hands. Tommy Davis uh, was my idol when I was a kid. More number twelve. I've been wearing number 12 ever since I was in because of Tommy Davis and I ended up wearing his number wearing the same jersey, playing the same position and batting the same spot in the lineup and so uh you know it means a lot. I, I talked to another friend of mine uh, in Sacramento he's sitting here when Willie Mays came in Sacramento and took some batting practice out there and that turned him into a life-long fan. so it's very important that you come out and see the people give the kids some motivation that they can end up you know taking us someday and uh, you know we we're real just like they are and uh, you know just give everybody some hope and
8: motivation they can do something. you mentioned one thing earlier, another that's probably not quite new York. I believe that's where possibly that nickname may have started. I heard one rumor that as a kid you used to go out and play sports all day long. You'd walk in the house and your mom would look at you and just go Dusty, Dusty,
2: Dusty. Is that true? Where
8: are you, no, pretty cool. Where are you
3: Actually, we have, actually uh, we have a backyard of um, grass and fruit trees in Southern California. And there was one dirt spot in there, and that's
8: right. That's right to hang right. 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 out. One dirt spot in the whole yard. I'm eat dirt, grow dirt, wildland dirt. So I'm, really I'm not going to talk about dirt. Okay, there you have it, folks. That's how the big name fell about with Dusty Baker, that's here for the Cincinnati Reds. Now, of course, Dusty is so early in this young, again, we got spring training spring coming up. What are some of the things that you want to see this Reds team can accomplish in spring training?
3: Number one thing you want to do is you know, you an attitude just
5: of winning, uh, an attitude of playing good.
1: No, I unity is unity before we reach the skin. And pride of, of, of having that uniform on and being on the Cincinnati red,
3: pride of, uh, of teamwork, you know, trying to get away from uh, individual thinking, You know, trying to get a team first attitude. And then you know, above all, I think to have them in great shape uh, mentally and physically and in great shape with all of other
8: the only non-baseball question I guess I'm going to ask you when you go up to the Super Bowl. Who do you like? Steelers, Cardinals.
3: Well, you know, I'm a little torn. I grew up liking the Steelers a lot. But uh, uh, I'm not a gambling man. But this year, it seems like it could be a year you know, before the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, but uh, I think it's a
8: the Steelers That's a smart choice. A lot of people, they are the odd choice But... Hey Dusty, thanks so much for the time. We might let you sign some more autographs here for the fans. We'll try and get in the morning before you guys get right, off. Nice talking to you.
6: And the boys of Summer R&D here. The line continues to move through with the autograph session here. i have got to walk down in front and talk about the Hall of Fame Museum and the stuff they have here. The Reds Hall of Fame Museum area is here. You can visit their fans they're here on site become a member of the highest team the hall of fame in the country it is awesome i've seen it myself you sign up for membership today and receive year-round admission to the museum tickets to a reds game passes to reds fest and a free puzzle celebrating all 75 reds hall of famers i'm also back here at Squeeze Play. I want to walk up and do an impromptu here with the guy from Squeeze Play. You've got some great merchandise here. I bet you're psyched for Red season, aren't you? Oh yeah, we're hoping the Reds get to the playoffs this year and bring back some excitement. Tell us about that ball you were telling me about before. Is this just, just doesn't any kind of baseball, right? All right, this is the official Major League ball, just like the play Red like Guys. Awesome. So somebody can come and stamp one of these up. Looks like you just got a couple left and Maybe hit the autograph line and get if want. And you've got all kinds of great red stuff. And other teams too back at the store. Oh yeah, we carry all MLB teams and like NFL, but uh, lots of red stuff. So thanks for being here. Squeeze Play has some great red merchandise for sale. And a portion of the proceeds going to Big Brothers Big Sisters. We appreciate them for that. Rosie Red is posing for autographs here. I'm going to sneak around as soon as that photo is done. And the Reds kids, kids Club is what we're going to come here. Posing for autographs. This is neat. This is a really cool thing that uh, that kids can get excited about Reds baseball, you, right? Absolutely. We love getting young fans
1: out here and building loyalty
6: amongst the Reds all year long. What do I get for a $20 cash price today here at the Cincinnati Reds Caravan event? You get a draft back backpack, backpack that has
7: tons of
4: goodies in it, a jersey, all kinds of really Said if
1: they're listening and now here today the uh, Redsheads uh, Voucher yeah, book this reds. year reds. Also reds. includes reds. like a free reds. meal reds. Free kids meal At Bob Evans does 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 I, don't, I don't think so And also uh, free admission To the Cincinnati Zoo oh, nice. And we're going to be doing in that In April because Screaming Mimes Mark Will be performing Carter's
5: there I have several Baseball fans in my office They're watching it together This year
1: Got, uh, oh, that could be fun. High
5: school, Pepsi products, dollar a can. I picked up one of the things on group, group sales. I'll finally be one goes, of those suckers so you who used to do the group sales.
6: Rent out the uh, the boat. Thanks for Randy Stoops for oh. being a great host. We have an hour left of yeah. this
1: event. We'll take a break that and come interest. back with more live what? on like 1440 ESPN Radio. Can you believe how much it's clearing out? Like, people are getting their autographs and leaving. I don't remember that happening last year.
5: Well, you know what's funny it's really not as, as crowded as it was last year. It's still pretty crowded, but... Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it was like... You couldn't walk. It was like
1: no, a qu- hazard. It just goes to show you the, the draw is not as big this year. Uh, last year, they had... Had Marty Brennaman and uh, Brandon Phillips.
5: That's right. Well, can you believe that? Uh, can you believe the positive sentiment towards Dusty Baker? I, I cannot. There's it's actually somebody who called out, "We love you, Dusty."
1: Well, you yeah. mentioned what seeing a T-shirt, people? right?
5: Yeah. And Dusty, we trusty. Yeah. Like, are people not paying attention? I really don't know. I, you know what, though? I mean, Muncie, not the brightest town in the state. That no. If came to Lafayette and people were like industry trusty then I'd be scared but come on like uh... There you go. What?
1: What would prompt anyone to buy a t-shirt like that about any manager? I,
5: I can't begin to imagine.
8: Now we're gonna find out how the cowboy got his nickname, Jeff Bradley. We gotta find out, hey cowboy, how did that nickname come, come about?
0: Came from Lenny Harris. That actually came while I was playing here in Cincinnati. And Lenny Harris being from Miami and me wearing cowboy boots and I kind of stuff up the ballpark every day. And I can remember coming out of the ball game when I first what got, you got here and getting to And he said, this guy, he said, guys, you just look like a cowboy out there. He said, you
2: just ride in, get three asses
0: and And I was like, well, you
1: know.
2: Yeah,
1: so I, you know, felt good he's and next dist- thing you know
5: he's, you know, go, oh, I got it, I do the same, you'd be like, the I'm here right now. And could be worse, he could be the, kind of the naked cowboy. So Bar- that would be <laughs> better. <bad. quality laughs> Just think
1: how <laughs> comfortable. That's my home. How's the naked, We Play Green uh, uh, so uh, charity so going? It's really well. It's got to happen very,
4: very close um, yeah, it's going to be really excited because we're working with Major League Baseball this season. Uh, we're probably going to be doing some stuff for baseball classes. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's going uh, to be interesting.
5: Red's Caravan 2009 is over for the Red Hot family. Having gotten our autographs, we were the letter D. And uh, whoever invented the lettering system that they use at um, the Red's Caravan stops in Muncie, they are a genius because it used to be extremely painful years back probably what three years ago right the first time they
1: came back to Muncie. From when they
5: first came back to muncie they had it over at damon's just down the street from here and uh it was a complete cluster i mean it was a, it was a shambles there was no order organization and so everyone just had to stand in line the entire time that they were there when here at Stoopsman, they've got a pretty nice setup they've got food for sale they got drinks for sale they got free ice cream they got uh things that you can buy, you know, memorabilia on display there, and, you know, just all sorts of cool stuff, things you can sign up for, so you can get your, your letter, and you can listen to them, you know, talk, and, and then you, uh, you You know. can
1: tell the Reds organization itself is better, has thought it out better, because they had, they had a presence there, sign up for the Kids Mem Club, which right. didn't even exist three years ago, sign up
5: for all these things. Which you know is really convenient because we did it and then we had a backpack to carry all of our crap in. I know. <laughs> I mean this is exactly the time we need this uh, this string backpack. <laughs> it's always uh, it's always something. So did it did it get you amped for the season? No. Are no. you
1: excited about the Reds prospects? No now?
5: I, I so am not. It's such a shame that uh, Dusty Baker has to be um, the manager of this organization because he, you know, he, he's kind of clueless about some of the important things about lineup construction, uh, correctly using a rotation, and correctly implementing, uh, you know, utilizing the players on the team. Such a shame. I like seems, Chris Dickerson. Seems like a nice guy.
1: I hope he does well.
5: He was really nice signing our son's hat. Yep. He got off the special uh, paint marker so that he would uh, he would be signing in silver on black.
1: Oh, Baker, you mean? Uh Yeah. Yes. Oh,
5: no, no, Dickerson's a nice guy, too. Oh, no, I hope that this uh, picked up the discussion about the Play Green or... What's the name of the foundation? Go Green? Chris Dickerson has an
1: organization called We Play Green where it's all about reducing the waste of Major League Baseball. First so of all the paper cups and, and things that they just use once and then toss on the ground, and is
5: this primarily like, just um, for the team, or it's primarily for the team? Because I think. if you think of the uh, uh, thirty thousand people out in the stands, there's a I lot of waste there. I think there's too. parts.
1: To, there's a, an idea of expanding to that, but it's also starting small. Sure. Oh, and okay. he, he mentioned something about getting it. Uh, getting some presence in the world baseball classic so they'll be oh cool recycling a hey. bit more there too
5: world baseball classic is good for something so like dickerson you know, outside of japan phew. where apparently they uh, they love it <laughs> yeah, I, I,
1: if it were playing in our town or in indy or oh, made an yeah. appearance, we'd probably go but it won't because they play it in the freaking winter
5: right it would be very very painful place to play at this time of the year um Remember that time when we went down to spring training and then made our way back up, and we were playing an exhibition game in uh, Louisville. But you know, it wasn't—it was only like the day before opening day, so or two days before opening day or something. So it wasn't that unreasonable, but it was so cold; it seemed like it was unhealthy, you know. Like are like running around and it's that freezing outside like, although not the coldest baseball game we've ever attended no no okay try to stay away from those april games to be honest because it was just too too much yep yeah that that game that uh, john's referring to is a game that we took our infant son to back in the day when he was uh, gosh not he, he was born what? in born in may and so it was april no, it, was the it wasn't april. that first year was it Yes, it was oh yes Seems it was so he was 11 months old and uh, or, or it was actually the be- probably the beginning of April so he was 10 months old and um and it was just so cold and we hadn't pro- taken proper coats or anything and our seats were in the shade so I have got my, my big red sweatshirt we got to wrapped around the 10 month old and like huddling around him for warmth so cold that day they ran out of hot chocolate at the stadium then they ran out of of coffee <laughs> ran out of coffee how
1: do you run well, out of coffee? How do you call? even run out
5: of coffee? They even have coffee in third world countries. That's how plentiful coffee is. You should have started warming up Coke. <laughs> it's like, like, somebody make a trip to 7-Eleven and use some coffee over here. But in any event. Oh, way. Um,
1: the Reds changed their soda sponsor this year. No
5: way. Yeah.
1: What so was it before? Coke. It was Pepsi before. Yeah, it was Pepsi. Yeah, it's, it's Coke it's this Coke, year. Coke, huh? Yep. Alrighty. I don't think they changed their chili sponsor, but...
5: <laughs> they do that too. They do that from time to time as well.
1: Mm. So, Shirley. not yeah. excited about the Red's prospects. Not, not really. So the but... caravan completely failed to
5: deliver. Well, you know, you gave us a little bit of content for the blog. I gotta appreciate that. Yeah. I took several pictures.
1: Yeah, me too.
5: I put one up on Rosie Facebook. Rosie Red
1: is adorable.
5: Oh, I know.
1: That's a good move. <clears throat> they need to do something more with their mascots though.
5: Yes yeah we've got an idea well John's got an idea for what to do with the mascots but we can't let it let it be known here unless somebody million uh, dollar idea somebody steal it so we'll, we'll have to uh, we'll have to be stay tuned but uh... refer to the proper authorities <laughs> yeah let it be known here we thought of it first I'm not telling you what it is but we <laughs> thought of we it thought first we thought of it first okay Shall we wrap this up? Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, what, what's the date today? What today the twenty fourth, right? Yes. And Saturday, January twenty fourth. This has been the Red Hot Broadcast. I have been your host, Amanda, and with me has been uh, the crack technical staff, John. We uh, look forward to continuing to talk with you. Um, maybe, maybe a little more frequently than every six months. And uh, I think we can do at least once a month, maybe. I would. You would hope so. But uh, even if we don't, keep on hanging in there, and we'll see you at the ballpark.
1: The Red Hot Broadcast is produced weekly. Most of the time. Let us know what you think by leaving a review on iTunes or a comment on the blog at red-hot-mama.com.